Right, it was a real thriller in Wellington last night. Four needed from the final Tim Southey delivery. Swing away, swing away in the gap. Australia win off the final ball. Can you believe it? That is unbelievable. Tim David, take a bow. Oh, unbelievable indeed. Australia needed four off the last ball to beat the Black Caps. And as we heard in the commentary there from TVNZ, they got exactly that as Tim David swung Tim Southey to the leg side boundary to win the opening match of the Chapel Hadley Trophy 2020 series. It capped a blistering run chase after New Zealand had plundered a 215 for three. Australian captain Mitchell Marsh struck seven of his team's 17 sixes in an unbeaten 72 of 44 balls as the three-match series got off to a spectacular start. A lot of, a lot of big numbers there. Uh, former Black Caps international Peter McGlashan is on the line with us now. Hi there, Peter. Uh, Trans-Tasman rivalry uh, live and well. What did you make of the match? Yeah, it was a wonderful way to start Australia's tour of New Zealand. Um, spectacular game and high scores which um, sets the rest of the series up really well as they come up to Auckland for the next two games. Yeah, those small boundaries in Auckland so we'll hopefully see more high scores. Uh, Speaking of which, 215, did you think that was going to be enough? I think it's uh, slightly above um, par score, although we know that this Australian side are very, very good in this format. Uh, Some of the names in Australia like Warner and Marsh and, and Glenn Maxwell We've seen performances from them in the past which uh, you know, border on the ludicrous. So 215 was a good score. It was going to be competitive. Um, but as we saw, um, you know, they, they still have enough resources right till the end and it made for a really good finish. So who were the standouts for you in terms of our batting? It was good to see Devin Conway uh, back in form. Yeah, it was. Conway, I mean, all of them did really well. You, anytime you score up to 200, most of your team are going to be going well for now and getting us off to a good start. Great to see Conway uh, doing well. But Ravinder just continues to go from strength to strength and, and then Phillips and Chapman with the little cameos at the end. So, you know, 215 is a great T20 score in any game. Um, and it really was, uh, I guess, just guys stepping up and, and doing well. Um, but as we saw, you know, the Australian team also had guys to um, put in exceptional performances and uh, it was just enough to get them across the line. Yeah, in terms of the bowling lineup, uh, what did you make of Lockie Ferguson's uh, efforts? Yeah, exceptional considering that scorecard. I mean, when the other team are going at 10s and, and Lockie only went at uh, just under 6s, it shows you how, how wonderfully well he did. Um, but unfortunately in cricket, you know, um, your, your resources are limited and, and you don't get to bowl any more than um, your allocation. So it made it difficult that um, the other guys didn't have quite as good a days. As you mentioned, very short boundaries in Wellington and a red-hot Australian team who are obviously keen to start this tour well. What about Tim Southey's uh, tactics, uh, particularly in the last over? Oh, look, it, it is difficult. I mean, um, 15 is one of those scores where... It can look like a lot if you play the game the old way, but players these days are so powerful and boundaries come um, with real ease. Uh, It often comes down to execution rather than strategy. So I don't think Tim's plans were amiss. I just think probably some of his deliveries were maybe 
you know, a foot off from where he wanted them to be, which then opened up parts of a pretty small boundary um, for Australia to access at the end. So uh, T20s are like that. Um, toss of a coin sometimes can make a difference. And unlike the test matches where it's a much more of an arm wrestle, um, T20s tend to seesaw back and forth. Um, and you know, even the best intentions don't necessarily go off in the end. Has Rachin Ravindra made himself, um, you know, indispensable in the T20 lineup now too? Yeah, I think so. We've seen repeatedly now off the back of some big tournaments, um, him do well, and and now against Australia, one of the world's best in this format, he's also stepped up. He was always a player, even as a young kid, who was talked about in the same realm as the Kane Williamsons and Co. So it's great to see him take the step up to the big stage and still do well. And it suggests that he's got a very long career ahead of him, both here in New Zealand, but also in all the other formats around the world where he'll get an opportunity to do very well for himself. Okay, heading up to Auckland uh, tomorrow. What are you expecting from these final two games? Well, I think it'll be more fireworks. Uh, Eden Park always brings, um, uh, I guess, uh, different types of games. The short boundaries can be quite enticing, and sometimes you either get very high-scoring games or very low-scoring games. But the fact that they're at the same venue twice in a couple of days will be helpful for a good performance. I think the fact that we've got one game at 7 o'clock at night and then another one in the afternoon on Sunday, which I know a lot of families will be heading along for because it's a much friendlier time, um, should make for a great occasion and, and a great way to celebrate two great teams. Absolutely. Uh, looking forward to that. Hey, thank you very much for your thoughts this morning. That was former Black Caps international Peter McGlashan just commenting there on the, oh, came down to the wire, a game between uh, the Black Caps and Australia, which Australia just managed to take out on the last ball.